A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to your lovely Thursday gaming team news day. It is myself, Jules Gill, joined by the only man who I'll let press spacebar and then jump five seconds later. It is Scott Taylor. <laughs> That's a bad thing. The lag that it took me for tell that joke and you to get it actually Good. is pertinent in what we're talking about today because Google Stadia has launched to mild ah! to terrible reactions. Yeah. And we're going to be detailing for you, lovely people today, why this console is a massive flop. It's not, it's not doing very well. So um, the, whole, the whole point with Stadia was to release in two forms. Basically, the mm. Founders Edition is what's out now, and the base version is coming at some point in 2020. So That's a lot of air quotes you just Yeah, said. well, they haven't got a specific date for the base version for 2020, mm. but, you know, whatever. Almost um, like we're now experiencing an early access console. Kind of, yeah. I told you, games as service and the AAA sort of way that they're doing Steam and stuff like that. Now we're moving into it's actual like, physical hardware. Yeah. This is... <laughs> it's like, hey, would you like to pay more for a worse service? because we didn't think you got enough of the worst games being played early and now we're going to roll it out to hardware Surprisingly, no, and features as that. well. So anyway, yeah, um, basically with Stadia there is a whole bunch of stuff that we kind of saw coming on the horizon that has just only been proven true at launch mm-hmm. um, and it's worth just kind of breaking down precisely where they're going wrong and we can talk about the general sort of potential of streaming as a, as well, a thing as well. Let's talk about the concept of Google yeah. Stadia, what it tries to achieve and then we can go through and systematically prove where it's gone wrong. Uh-huh. Now we're not doing this as an effort to bash Google Stadia because as we all know, YouTube is very much a part of Google and we would like to stay active. So we're not actually, if you're watching this YouTube representative who's in Google's back pocket and collecting all of our data, yep. making sure that we all have to tell everyone if our stuff is child-friendly or not. Oh, I know where we live, Jules. Just, mm, you're, a bad, you're a bad company sometimes. To be fair, if they're, if they're, let's talk about the Google Stadia. If they're doing a blanket ban on people chastising Stadia, then half of YouTube's going to be offline by the end of the day. Very true, very true. But let's try and talk about what it's meant to be. It's yes. meant to be a console that you can have that streams everything in 4K resolution. 40. 60 frames per second yeah. and it will have no input lag whatsoever. Now, That's can the... you see any problems with that? Well, well, the thing is, it's not even a console. The whole Ooh. point is that it's server streamed. All you need, all you need, Jules Gill, is a Chromecast Ultra and as soon as you plug, I mean, no one it's, has them, it's, but it, it's well, fine. With, that is effectively the console in this yeah, because ostensibly. you need the physical hardware that you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that whole thing is that, and it's a nice idea that you could play games as fast, they would load as fast mm-hmm. as a YouTube video that mm-hmm. you click on it and it just works. Like That's kind of their whole thing. Todd Howard's style is that it just works and that you know you can watch the trailer for a game I want to play that click the button loads right in so now we're hitting our first problem because sometimes <laughs> YouTube doesn't even just work no so how can you expect to run a well you can't walk- well, oh there we go there what you can't you see so let's explain why well that's one of the things that uh, obviously people have found out right on launch and one of the biggest comparisons uh, one of the like most glaringly obvious problems is something like Red Dead Redemption 2 because the, mm. the launch lineup mm. is all made up of old school stuff or stuff from earlier this year last year things like Tomb Raider from 2013 yeah. well, it's, it's 12 games that they announced as yeah. the launch window thing and the they then added 
a few more to yeah. make up for the fact that people just was like, hang on a minute, out of your 12 launch games, three of them are Tomb Raider. <laughs> three of them are Tomb Raider, only one of them is an original, and most of us already own things like Red Dead 2, mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. 11 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the overall thing to sort of like hammer down is that uh, Jason Trier on launch said that according to some of his insiders, it's already a monumental flop. Um, and then if you look at, you said, at the, the, the data connection, the fact that it's relying on a constant, um, you know, a decent sort of streaming connection, um, looking at the examples that are online, something like Red Dead 2 just runs like hell. It looks like a Switch version of the game, which isn't a bag on the Switch, but it's no. clearly not 4K 60fps. I'm sure that we're going to put up a few images now of uh, what it actually looks like, <laughs> but like the comparison between the Xbox One X and the Google Stadia mm-hmm. stuff, you can see how bad the draw distance is bad. It's very fuzzy. And like you were saying before we started recording, mm. if this was on the Switch, yes. then it would almost be passable because of the fact that it's a completely different set of like limited hardware mm-hmm. and also it's a smaller screen, mm-hmm. so you wouldn't actually n- maybe necessarily see the lack of detail. Mm-hmm. I'm sure people would complain about it, but it wouldn't be as bad as seeing it on a 50-inch TV screen just going, wait, what is yeah. that? Is that weird blamange as a face? Has Arthur Morgan got a beard, or is he just that unfocused? <laughs> I think that, like, that's the whole thing, though. Mm. Their whole like their whole play for the living room, and obviously they're going for more of the casual market, and there's infinitely more people who will be who are potentially casual gamers as opposed to people like us who are going to sit and like scrutinise frame rates and resolutions and stuff. And I think that's what they're going for, but like you know, that primarily means that they're going to be playing these things on massive TVs, yes. or at least an HD display. Mm. Um, and like you said if you're forever reliant on this server connection it's just not coming through at 60 fps and 4k um which goes against what they're advertising now obviously something will be in the small print saying like well connection speeds will vary but it's sold off the back of this stuff and it's not fulfilling it i mean you don't necessarily go out there and tell everyone the baseline of your product you Hmm. always tell them what it can achieve (laughs) but the problem is is that 99 percent of the people will not be able to achieve this and like as we've said before many times this was developed in silicon valley in an area where the internet speeds are probably absolutely ludicrous. Yeah. And you've got the industrial estate, as you put it, of like Twitter, <laughs> YouTube, Google, all hanging out together, yeah. probably just making toys for each other that Kinda. work on their systems because of the fact that they have the best internet yeah. connections around. And it's not, like it's, it's cool, kind of. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I can imagine going over and just be like, oh, looking out the window, just being like, Twitter, <laughs> look, look, what, look what I've made! Oh, look, it just works. Yeah, do you want to give it doesn't work outside of the bubble. No, and I think that that's uh, we. Everyone sort of assumed that going in that it was mm. it was it was made for this sort of tech bubble elite from San Francisco, and it wasn't going to transfer over to the average like household mm. in the West or around the world or whatever. And Google were always like, "Well, we have all these private servers. Where Google will make it work?" And you know, come launch day, it just isn't really working. So that that's one massive thing is that it just isn't going to fulfil the um, the advertised streaming yes. quality. That's a massive uh, blow to it. And um, there's also the fact that just to throw in a uh, giant did a poll on their YouTube uh, their oh, YouTube yes. post um, mm. just saying like did anybody actually buy this um, and when I checked it it was about 5,000 people had responded 97% of people hadn't um, so even as a sample size that's a hell of a, an indication as to how many people haven't got on board with it I'm trying to figure out kind of why because we already knew that the, well, we haven't got it well, well we haven't got it but uh, <laughs> I, I guess there's no drive to at the moment because well, apart, it for, apart, you know? apart from that one game the, the new game that they've uh, that well they've even announced. that is it's, the new one from Tequila Works yeah. which is it's like it's it's called um, Guilt and it's it's yeah it's from Tequila Works it's very much like Little Nightmares but it's, it's not going to shift systems but it's indie-rific it's, yeah. there's no AAA sort of like feel to it whatsoever and, nope. it's re- and it's really strange because you raise an incredible point which is Thank what you. was the Google Stadia for like who is it for <laughs> like know. if it's for the casual video game crowd to do that then fine mm-hmm. uh, but the, you still requires a connection to have it so you can't 
call it as casual because you need to have a sort of like decent internet speed to get the most out Yeah, of it. the weird thing is because remote play rolled out on PS4 in terms of you can now play remote play from your PS4 mm. onto your phone tablet uh, or your, like phone tablet, laptop, whatever. So I tried that last night. And even the, like, and that's pretty good in terms of, it, you know, you can play something. It's quite gimmicky, but it, it works nigh on that is a game on my laptop. Yeah. There are still minuscule amounts of delay um, that get but, in the way and you can tell. Yeah, and that affects the gameplay so much. If you were playing a game like Call of Duty mm. or a Twitch reaction Which I tried, shooter yeah. or even like a rhythm action game, uh, then you would be completely unable yeah. to do it. Now, I will tell you a nice little story. Go it's on. Just, it's I've not got more, I've it's, got more it's things not ta- for It's you. not super tangential. It is related to okay. this. Uh, do you remember the um, uh, the video game Parappa the Rapper? Yes, yeah. one. What a, what a fantastic Kick, looking game. Punch, it's all in the mind. Indeed, it is. Unfortunately, though, it wasn't all in the actual button design <laughs> because of the yeah. fact there is actual input lag on a PS1 game for that. And everyone talks about how great that game is. It is. Go back and play it. The input lag. Are you sure you haven't done Parappa the Rapper? I, I literally sat down with two people who have like studied music for absolutely ages. Right. And they were like, this game is is fundamentally broken. <laughs> like it is, you have to be out of sync in order yeah, to be good at the game. Right. But I'm just saying, why should we have to learn to play <laughs> games behind with lag? Yeah. Yeah, there's an infamous thing going around with the guy pressing the jump button, and I can't remember what game he's playing, and it's, it's, for, the Google, Destiny, it's for the Google Stadia, and the character just go, it goes... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the thing that's really weird is that I think if this was your very first experience playing games, not with that level of lag, mm. but like something like, you know, when it's, when it's when running nigh on optimally, like it, it's the, the amount of lag is min- is minimized right down because the visuals will take a hit yeah. because the controller, the Google Stadia controller syncs with their servers mm-hmm. directly, not with the feed, not with the Chromecast, which, which is, is, tra- which is a good idea because to minimize, um, to you know, give you as much responsiveness as possible. But it means that like, I was just wondering like, if you're the, if you're coming into this and this is your first experience playing a game and you, you're playing with this level of lag, would mm. you notice it? Maybe the Maybe there is a casual audience. Oh, you definitely notice. I would say so. Yeah, you definitely notice. It's weird. But um, another thing to throw in is that um, the the purchase system is really weird. There's no storefront. You do everything through your phone. What is with that? I I don't know. That's very technical. How how is that for the casual fans? (laughs) Again, this is going back. It hasn't got enough of a launch lineup um, window to draw in the casual market. Nope. And then it distances them from buying certain titles by making them use their bloody phone. (laughs) Which I'm sure they'll probably need to have like a Google Plus account or something. Yeah, probably. It's just like, that's another weird thing. But even outside the that like to buy something you need to go through the phone app which maybe feels a little bit weird it's very San Francisco tech bubble mm. like, well I'll just do it on my phone yeah. and like there's that but there's also the fact that what you're buying and they're full price they're like 50 60 dollars per game you're are you not kidding but <laughs> you're not even buying like you're buying I, didn't, this I wasn't aware of that I thought yeah, they'd be yeah. like half price I mean no. the Tomb Raider game's been out since 2010 oh well, yeah the first Tomb Raider is less I think that's 10 dollars but Red Dead 2 Destiny 2 whatever they're all full price oh, Mortal Kombat 11 but the thing that you're buying is to play it on Stadia. It's like how Amazon Prime works. It's mm. like you're buying a digital library for that service only, and you don't really own it outside of that. And also, there's no monthly subscription model. So there's like this thing would be would be a lot more palatable if it was if it had a monthly subscription yeah. model. Yeah, I thought when this was first announced that because be the way that Microsoft were moving with their Game Pass, totally. like, it made perfect sense. All mm-hmm. the PS Plus system, mm-hmm. just make sure that you give games per month for a fee. What, nope. what's, so, what's so difficult about that? Don't know. We want money. So yeah, fair play. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, 50 like, quid a title, is it? Yeah, so like that whole thing's kind of weird. And I think that we've mentioned the games before, but it is worth compounding that even if you do buy into this, what are you really getting other than a worse version of something that you already played earlier this year or in years gone by? Because the Stadia version of something is always worse, if whether you, visually or through lag. So basically, we're, we're filing down all of these different complaints into who this uh, this uh, console is for <laughs> and this service, sorry. Yes. And it's basically only for people who don't have a PS4, a PC, or an Xbox. 
yeah, to have... Or a Switch or whatever. Or a Switch. So that is a huge amount of the market It's gone. for your mum. And it's applying to, uh, it's appealing to casual game fans, yep. but it's not offering them a title, uh, the titles in order to bring <laughs> them in in the first place. No, no, so pay for them. I can understand that there is next to zero market for this because they've cut out all of the potential customers <laughs> yeah. by saying, hey, here's the worst version of the game that you can play. And for the casual people, they're distancing them with mobile phone purchases and a lack of library. Yeah. So it's literally for seven people. I don't know. And it's just like, and, and also the fact that it's Google. I mean, the thing that compounds all of it is that Google don't have the best track record for in, like for inventing new things and actually sticking with it. There's yeah. a great website called killedbygoogle.com that just yeah. archives every single thing that they've got rid of really? from Google Hangouts to Google Plus and um, to YouTube gaming was a whole sort of push. The Google Glass. Google Glass as well. Yeah. Like, like nearly everyone can remember like one or two things that they tried to get off the ground that was the next big thing and it lasted for like a month and then it just didn't really work. And it's not that these ideas aren't worth chasing. Google, well, Google Glass was a bit weird because yeah. eventually they were just char- char- putting adverts in front of your eyes and yeah. charge you for your own eyeballs. Yeah. But in terms of this, um, <laughs> the idea of like streaming is a potentially cool idea. Yeah. But I think that Google fundamentally doesn't understand what people even want when it comes to how they experience video games. I think it's a sad site as well because like you've got to admit that obviously Google is a monolith in the Mm. tech industry and Mm -hmm. if they can't get something this right it shows a complete sort of disconnection from their actual audience which again filters back into recent stuff with YouTube stuff with the you know is it Coda is that what they're calling it with it you have to say whether or not your content is kid friendly now and how that's completely not our problem but it's actually their problem because of the fact that they have been collecting information on kids uh, without consent and stuff like that yeah so Google, it, like, d- down the line, has <laughs> not a clue how to deal with public. Like, this whole sort of Google DeepMind thing, it definitely seems the decisions of, um, of AI rather than of humans. It might be. I mean, the, the, yeah, the amount of things that fall back on algorithmic decisions versus actual human interaction is becoming more increasingly cyberpunk by the day, which oh, is both exciting and terrifying. I wouldn't be surprised if the, uh, the Google Stadia controller has some way of reading your own fingerprints so it can start <laughs> stealing the DNA from It can that. know if you're right-handed or left-handed. Yeah, and, what start, you're... and it will start targeting ads on you for that like, what oh, your did, response time would be if they broke into your house it's like did you like Google Stadia then why not buy some adult diapers be like, <laughs> how dare you this person's trigger finger is bad just because I only uh, just because you can sense the laxatives and curry on my hand come on <laughs> but yeah either way I think that um, the way that it's rolled out has been terrible and I mm. think that it's, it is worthwhile passing out that this is all related to the founders edition and the base the proper version whatever will come next year but this is the premium one this is the one that people paid more for this is their opening gambit for cloud based gaming and it's just fell on its face do they get a another uh, do they get their service redone when the base one comes out uh, how do you mean by redone? Well, as in, like, if I buy in for the uh, Founders mm-hmm. Edition and it's crap and then all of the other stuff, like, when the base one comes out and uh, it's significantly better, probably comes with a new controller and design. It's, and assumedly that, like, it's the same. I just, it's just that over time, assumedly, it'll get more stable. But we have like, no date on it. No, well, they, haven't, they haven't mentioned any particular date on the base version unless it's come out while we've been recording this. Um, but that's just some point in 2020. I think they'll be reading all the data from this and deciding whether to even go forward, it, forward well, with it. Well, it's minimal data. It's weird. Minimal data, and most of it is negative but there we go those have been the immediate impressions on the google stadia's launch let me know down below whether or not you've managed to pick one of these up are you mm. one of the what five percent of the people who said that they would actually maybe you're having a blast and, with it. and if so that's a very good point <laughs> are you enjoying it and do you think it was a good investment and if you haven't bought it why try and answer the question of who do you think the google stadia is for hmm. as always i've been jules you can go follow me at retro j with a zero over on twitter you can follow scott at at slash lp89 and we will collect all of your data i mean i will speak <laughs> to you soon thank you very much google for not getting rid of our channel yet and i do mean yet in a very very tenuous sense 
Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.